How are you, lads and lasses and good day, mates? Welcome to another episode of the Tune Under Podcast. We are putting the pod in Antipodean. That's right. I'm sticking with it until it actually sticks. That sounds absolutely class, man. It sounds absolutely class. I'm going to keep on doing it. We are the Southern Hemisphere's number one podcast for all things Champions League bound Newcastle United. I haven't got tired of saying that yet. And uh, today we're going to be having a little bit of fun. We're going to be doing part two of our uh, season awards. Uh, part one was done just the other day by Jack and Mark. They did best goal, best game, biggest disappointment, bit of a strange award, and most improved player. So if you'd like to go and watch that one, you're more than welcome to do so. In this one, we're going to be doing player of the season, moment of the season, surprise of the season, and signing of the season. Just before going any further, I want to give a quick mention to our old mate, Teote, Czech Teote, who died on this day. Uh, when did he die, Craigie? Six years, Six years ago. ago to the day, 2017. Six years ago at the unfathomable age of 30-year-old, absolutely no age to uh, to no. go out. But, um, you know, he left us with some tremendous memories and they'll live long in our own hearts and minds as we go forward in our own lives. So all the best to check to his family um, and everyone, all of his friends and, and so on and so forth. Uh, yeah, before we get stuck into these awards, let's have a quick hello from the lads who are going to join me for this one. We have got Dimmy in freezing cold Ballarat. How are you going, mate? No, not Ballarat. in Ballarat. Melbourne, mate. Melbourne. <laughs> I'm in Melbourne, mate. I'm in Melbourne. I'm not, uh, yeah, no, 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 not not in Ballarat. But uh, no, it hasn't been that cold today. It's been actually a quite balmy 19 degrees. So wow. for Melbourne standards in winter, it's quite warm. But uh, no, I'm good. I'm uh, actually a bit disappointed. There's no actual football that to look forward to nowadays. And there's a couple of weekends off, which is a bit annoying. But uh Sooner or later, there'll be some news and we can start uh, cracking on to the new season. I'm sure, as everyone who watches these podcasts knows, you will have about 6,000 other sports that you're keeping across. Um, by the way, just to mention, in case anyone hasn't uh, noticed on our YouTube uh, homepage, there is a new video of Demi representing the podcast on the Premier League's Fan Zone TV show. Uh, Demi, you're coming a bit of a regular on that one. How did it go? It's quite good. It was... Uh... Late at night, our time. So it was about quarter to one Friday night, Saturday morning. So my eyes were a little puffy and uh, a bit under the weather. But uh, no, nah, it was good. It was good to talk talk again with those guys and talk about what a great season we've had. And just always great talking about Newcastle and to show that Isaac goal again as well. That was uh, sensational yes. to relive. Yeah. <laughs> God, oh, mate, that goal was ridiculous. Uh, and to think the presenter actually said to you, you know, Pick your best goal. It's not like there's twenty to pick from this season. It's. I was like, man, that could be Miggy just in the first half. He was absolutely exactly. Have you, yeah. Have you not yeah, been watching us yet? Have you not been watching us all season? Easy, easy pick out twenty. Um, moving on, Craig. You are joining us from. I don't know, beyond the grave. By the looks of it, maybe you got plenty of you got plenty of pasty work. How are you going, man? I'm already part of if you were lighting issues, so it does look like I'm trying to cut an early promo with the Undertaker as I'm Paul Bearer. <laughs> uh, so you know, uh, apart from that, I'm alright. Uh, I'm just waiting for uh, the donk to go, the lights to fade out, and then Vince McMahon charging behind me. But um, I'm looking a bit pale. But I've had a few uh, lighting issues, so you can see all the shadows on my face. It's not just bags under my eyes. I've had a few technical issues, but I should ponder on. All right, stay away from the light, mate. If you've learned anything out of Poltergeist, <laughs> it's stay away from the light. <laughs> stay away from the light, my child. Whoever that woman says, with the massive glegs. Uh, <laughs> uh, before we go any further, if you do like what you uh, watch or hear, God knows why, uh, please give us a like 
or <laughs> subscribe and uh, you know leave a comment in the, uh, the comment section if you want to chip in and tell us uh, what your favorites are of the various categories that we're going to go through today. So we're going to be talking about player of the season to start with and as you can see on the screen there it is the terrific tune of the podcast golden koala award that all the players and <laughs> all the players and the staff are so desperate to get on their mantelpiece look at that thing it's kind of been melted by lots of things but it looks absolutely smashing doesn't it <laughs> um normally we have the players and the staff on the show every single season anyone can check this it's definitely a fact uh but this this time around they've all been busy doing other things like going to the shops and uh you know uh, looking at the carpet and, and other things that they'll be doing making cups of tea so the car they're not able to join us this time around so we've actually employed the services of the tune under podcast supercomputer supercomputer he's called uh i don't know keith keith the supercomputer and uh, we've asked him to use his imagination to generate some images of players accepting their golden koala award we'll get to those in a minute um, they've turned out uh, interestingly, let's say. Um, so, but first of all, let's kick off with the Player of the Season Award. I'll start with you, Demi, mate. Now, we can pick one, two, or three people. It's up to you how you want to go about doing this. Um, off you go, mate. Give us an idea of who you've got in mind for this one. So I think there's probably three that it, it'll come down to. I, I've got one in mind who I think will win it or, or has won it in my mind. But I think Trippier... Joe Linton and, and Bruno, for me, have been the three most consistent and standout performers of our season. Mm. I think that Joe Linton, again, has continued off his sensational second half of the season. He's just gone another level in my in my eyes this season. He's added some goals to his game. He's he's just been dominating in the middle of the park. And even, even left wing he's been playing, he's been doing well as well. So Joe Linton, for me, was definitely right up there. Bruno is, is Bruno. I still don't think we've won a game without him. So his importance to this team is undeniable. So Bruno is our, our metronome, our superstar, our probably most creative player in the middle of the park. So he's obviously right up there for this award. But for me, Kieran Trippier has been our player of the season. It's, it's amazing to think that he's played all 38 games this season for us in the Premier League. It's last year, people do forget he did start the first couple of games after he signed him, but he did get injured for a long time. And I think he missed maybe two months of football last season. So we didn't really get to see the best of trips at the end of last season. And, and people do forget that. So he's had a an uninterrupted season, basically played every single minute of every single match. And I mean, his quality from, from right back, I don't think I've ever seen a player control a game from right back. And he's probably one of the few players that I've seen, not only at Newcastle, but in European or world football to control the game from right back, which is very difficult to do because sometimes you're stuck out there on, on, on the right-hand side, sort of don't leave the, your own half. But he obviously takes our set pieces, takes our corners, provides assists. Defensively, he's more or less pretty solid. He's had a couple of moments this season, but more or less solid. And I think his voice and his leadership has been second to none. And for me, uh, well and truly deserved uh, the player of the season. He has been absolutely terrific, hasn't he? Um, he is the consummate, experienced professional of the team. He's the um, he, he's the captain in, in all but name, really, isn't he? While your mate Lascelles, let's be honest, your mate Lascelles, I think still, still retains the bands. Um, the official, yeah, knows, yeah, yeah. Who, who knows how who knows how, how long that'll last? Um, come the well, it's the summer now, isn't it? So come this uh, forthcoming window. Uh, yeah, I did actually have uh, Joe, as I mentioned, Big Joe. Um, he got eight goals this season, you know. 
That's not bad, you know. Eight goals. No. Um, two of them will be in the League Cup, I think it was. Two, two in the League Cup, but eight goals in total, six in the league. Um, absolutely terrific from him. Um, Craig, are you going to suggest another name in the mix here? What's your what's your three two one if you want to go that route? Uh, well, three two one. So starting at third place, I'm going to go Nick Pope. Uh, mm-hmm. Purely the fact that he's made some saves which have kept us in games and won us games this season. The only reason he's not particularly higher up is because of he's, he's had a few brain fart moments where he doesn't mm-hmm. know how to use his feet. Um, but he clearly knows how to use his hands outside of the box, as we found out against Liverpool. So that's a reason he's not higher up. Otherwise, I think he would be uh, first or second. Uh, he's been a fantastic sign for us when I think there's only 10 million quid, an absolute bargain. Uh, number two, um, there's going to be a joint to here, and it's between Big Joe and Trips, just to echo what Dimi said before. Um, they've both been absolutely phenomenal all season. Trips has been a, a leader from day one of coming in. And uh, Big Joe's been playing like a man on fire since day one of uh, this season as well. But number one, and this might be as a bit of a shock to someone, but Sven Botman. 23 years old, debut season, man mountain, man war, whatever you want to call him. He's been an absolute phenomenon. He is probably already our best ever defender in the Premier League era. He's better than Woodgate. He's better than Colacini ever was. And again, it, it's his debut season. He hasn't put a foot wrong. Apart from that time when he barged that Brentford player over when he gave away the penalty. Um, but yeah, apart from that, nah, can't fault the man. He's an absolute beast and can't wait to see more of him. Oh, Dimmy is fuming. Dimmy, what you got to say about that, man? There's not much to argue. I mean, there's been probably five or six players who've been sensational. I'd, I'd find it hard to believe that anyone's been better than Trips, to be fair, but Botman has been sensational. And the fact that they're the bloke's only 22 or 23 years old. He's built like an absolute brick house. And but, he's... but best best ever defender, mate? I'm sure you can well, think of at least one other defender that you've got in mind. Well, from, from, from a certain country that you're not too far away from. Yeah, well, I mean, taking all bias aside, I think Nikos is not the, the best defender we've ever had. Let's let, let's be fair. No, he's not. Um, he's the best quick ever to oh, score against the Magnums. Yeah, Cold, cold hero, and uh, he actually had a very decent, very good career outside of Newcastle. So uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna slag uh, Nikos Davizas off, but uh, but no, look, Botman has that ability to be not only the best player that the best defender that we've had, but one of the top defenders in Europe. He, he's on that trajectory, in my opinion. And I think if he's got, mm-hmm. if he gets a another quality young centre back, perhaps the pair pair next to him. Not that Cher's been poor, but. Another young up and coming centre back next to him that could be a, an unbelievable partnership for the next five six years. Yeah, he has absolutely. He's been absolutely brilliant, hasn't he? Um, it's it's amazing. I think this is his first season, and he's yeah. fitting like an absolute glove into this into this league into this table. I will say he has been caught out of position a few times. He doesn't appear to be the fastest. Um, I hope we can work on his pace a little bit when he finds himself a little bit too far up, um, and the ball goes behind him. You know, but I mean, Christ, Nick Pitton, Nick, Nick. Nit picking. Yeah, Nit. There you go. Nit picking. Yeah. All right. Well, that's your two. So, Dimmy, you went for trips. Craig, you went for bots. I am going to actually go for. <laughs> what the hell is that? I have gone. I've gone for. A, I've gone for a little bit of a surprise. Yeah. I've gone. Oh, yeah. Calm, I've, I've gone that's scary. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> I've gone for Callum Wilson, and uh, as I said earlier, here he is. Pictured by Keith, our supercomputer, 
uh, <laughs> holding his uh, golden koala, I assume, uh, trophy there, looking very, very happy, I have to say. You know, he's, he's thrilled with this when you look at him. Um, yeah, just coming back to Carl Wilson for a minute. He, uh, he, he's scored 18 goals this season. Yeah. Um, he's really kept his team in at times with some sublime goals and some easy tap-ins, but his position's been there. He's he's very much been a bit of a shearer kind of season for him, apart from, you know, maybe he doesn't set up all that many, but some of his finishing has been absolutely top draw, outside the box, inside the box. You know, that outside flick from his right foot when he was under pressure, moving away from the far corner. I still haven't figured out how the hell he managed that. I mean, that was just yeah. ridiculous and, and, you know, it's kind of often overlooked. But I, but really, if not for anything else, I think he deserves play of the season for the 18 goals that he scored. Um, you know, he had an injury as well that he had to come back from and he's mm-hmm. had all that challenge from Isaac as well. Um, and that's probably helped him in, in many ways as well. So I'm going to give it to... Player of the season, I'm going to give it to Callum Wilson uh, for propelling us up the table. And uh, <laughs> that uh, <laughs> the trophy looks a bit... I don't know what the hell's going on with that. If that's supposed to be a caller, I don't know where the hell it's left eye went or it's right eye. And, Jesus um, Christ. And it doesn't appear to have a nose either. So <laughs> It's got terrible. two noses. There's two noses there, I think. <laughs> oh, that's I know. That. Is, that, <laughs> is it? I don't know. Uh, who knows? Anyway. But Hopefully Keith will get a bit uh, better. Quick one on Callum Wilson, as you both know, I've backed Callum Wilson since day one all day this season. Um, I've been right behind him, uh, even when he went through the bad spell. He's been one of my top players, Callum Wilson, never once doubted him, never said we should sell him or anything, I guess. I've been his biggest backer all season. You two would agree on that, wouldn't you? Uh, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> but but you, can't, you can't deny, though, he's been absolutely sensational this season. The, from April onwards, I think he's got more goals in the Premier League than most players in Europe um, mm. than anybody else. I think that's an absolute phenomenal statistic. To come back from where he was to bang those goals in, which effectively, not single-handed he got with Champions League, but he had a massive say in it. Best season of his life, he said on his own yeah. in his own words. It's his best season yeah. he's ever had. And, he's, and he, he actually says that because of the injuries that he's had in his career, that it actually keeps him, it's probably made him a bit fresher. Now that he's around about 30-year-old, wherever it might be, because he hasn't played all those extra games, being injured and everything, his, okay. his body hasn't went through the, the rigour like all the other players have, and he feels like he's still got a ton to give. And, you know, that's a pretty scary thought for the rest of the league, but brilliant for us. Uh, let's have a look at the next category here. It is moment of the season. Uh, Craig, I'll let you go first on this one, mate. So, again, I'm going to go top three. Um, third one is probably Dan Byrne getting his goal at the Gallagher end against Leicester. So, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, he's the, the Geordie and all of us wants to do that. Uh, lifelong dream for every single one of us on the pod and every other fan out there. He's he's still, lived that dream now. I still can't believe he hasn't done his Shearer. What the hell was he? Yeah. That was the time to do yeah. it. That was right there. Do it. And he didn't mm-hmm. do it. Oh, anyway. Got to get end and everything as well. Perfect timing for Perfect. it. But I actually caught in the moment. Um, but yeah, that's number three. Um, number two is probably got to be... Um, Murphy's reaction to his goal against Spurs, his second goal, that jaw dropping. I mean, the, the goal itself was impressive enough, but his reaction was even better. I thought, absolutely superb. But overall, moment of the season, this is a kind of tricky one. This one, to be honest, doesn't know anything about it. I mean, there's been so many moments, it but is. I think the moment where everything just clicked and we knew we were onto something special was probably after the the Carabao Cup final. The disappointment of that when we beat Man United at home. 
I think that just told the rest of the league, we're not going to back down, we're not going to falter, we're not just going to lie down and get our bellies tickled or anything like that. We had to fight. And that just proved to everybody. And that, for me, is my moment of the season. Fair enough. If, actually, if I was on the other pod with Jack and Mark, I probably would have said that final was the biggest disappointment. Not this, not the, the result, because, you know, it's a game of footy, it's a cup final, and result, any kind of result can happen. But just the timing of it, when we were on our decline and Man United suddenly found, you know, the, the secret formula on how to play footy. And it just, it just coincided exactly the wrong time to have the first final in a billion years. And um, right. I don't really feel like we turned up all that well in that game. Um, and yeah, but anyway, that's that's what I want to say for the biggest disappointment in the last one. Uh, Dimmy, moment of the season, mate. Yeah, like Craig said, there's been so many unbelievable moments. I mean, we've barely lost a game this season. We've, we've finished in the Champions League. We've made a cup final. There's countless moments that that have been special. The, the three that I'm going to go for, one is very selfish. <clears throat> Obviously, the first game of the season, you both oh, know yes. that I, I was there. And the, the moment, not not even the goals that we scored that day, that, that moment where we walked out and the flags were up, the banners were up, and it just hit me, the noise and the and the feeling. I, I haven't had that feeling ever at a sporting event. It was, it was abs- I was virtually in tears. It was unbelievable. And uh, it really hit home that I was at St. James's Park after all the years of watching on TV and feeling close to the team, but obviously never being right up close. And to, to see the boys walk out and hear that hear that song and hear everything, it was just, yeah, that, that was special for me as a, on a personal level. But from a team perspective, I think there's two individual moments that I'll, I'll probably cherish for this season. One's going to be a bit left field. I think the Isaac goal against... Nottingham Forest, the, the penalty. I think that game for me was, obviously it was a big game. It was a Friday night in, in England. Forest, we had a bit of a, well, not a bit of bad luck. We had a lot of bad luck the last time we went down there when that stupid referee gave us two red cards and there was a couple of penalties in the first half and we lost, I think, 2-1 on the day to, to Forest. So Forest had some bad memories for us and we felt hard done by again. Anderson's goal was disallowed and it was looking like it was yeah. going to cost us a, a crucial three points. And then to, to get a last-minute or virtually last-minute penalty and for Isaac to score in front of the fans, that was uh, that was an epic epic moment. And, I mean, it was only a Nottingham Forest 2-1 win, but it felt like a lot more that, that build-up. It was just the injustice we felt all game and to score that goal, I think that was a massive moment in the season for us. And, and the other moment I think that we have to look back on and just – admire and not laugh but to be five nil up after 22 minutes or 23 minutes in a in a Premier League game not only in a Premier League game but against a team who at the time were fifth despite the fact that everyone was telling us Spurs were rubbish which which they probably are but they were, they were still fifth on the Premier League table and to beat five nil up in 22 23 minutes is astonishing I don't think it's going to happen ever again where team four or team three beats team five or leads team five, five nil after 20 minutes. There might be a team where a game where Man City or whoever's top on the table are beating a relegation threatened Luton Town or Leeds United or whoever it is, five, six nil after 20 minutes, but not not a top top six or supposed top six team. I think that was a, a, a moment I think we'll, we'll never see again. Oh, it was absolutely incredible. That was actually one of the things that I mentioned on my list here. I've got the five, five nil in 21 minutes. Just... 
absolutely ridiculous. Um, I do also want to give a shout out. This is moment of the season to Craigie here uh, for turning himself into Slim Craigie. Uh, it, it got a mention in the last podcast, last uh, the first part of this awards uh, season here um, with Jack and Mark. I, I can't even remember how that got into the conversation, but it's one of those things that we just don't want to not talk about whenever we get the chance. Yes, we do. To see to see Craig dressed up like um, like a, a character of um, Little Britain with his peach blonde hair and uh, I'm a buffed, or was it or was it more like uh, only gay in the village? I, f- I forget which one you looked like the most, but you look like one of them. Vicky Pollock, Daffy. maybe. Daffid, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, props to you for going through, but that was hilarious seeing you do that. Absolutely yeah. hilarious. And you kept it around for a few weeks afterwards, which was just brilliant. <laughs> It'll not happen again, <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, next time you're going to be shaving it off. Oh, I haven't said that. You practically it anyway. <laughs> what a bald he that looks like a half eaten peanut MM. There's no way that's happening. Uh, oh, it looked like a what was it? A half chewed peanut rolled around on a barbershop floor or something? What was that one? Uh, bald egg that's rolled on a barbershop floor. Bald egg. You came up with some belters this season, so there was a few moments here involving you there, mate. Um, the other ones I came up with, I think I got a slide for that. Let's have a look. Yep, yeah, I've got two. I've got the the meme machine <laughs> that is uh, Jacob Murphy. Um, Living everyone's dream, every Newcastle fan's dream, uh, but not pretending that he's not doing anything other than living living his best life every single time something great happens with his little kind of little Nancy wave that he gave that time in the cup. Yeah. <laughs> to, to, that was a look. He, he has this big smile, and every time you see him, he's got this just ginormous big smile. Um, and let's not forget, mind you, when he did that big smile, it was a hell of a shot as well. Yeah. He's from outside the area. Um, all right, they should have closed him down, but that's their problem, not ours. Um, he absolutely belted it in. Um, yeah, and the other thing is, Isaac, that moment when he made Flappy Hansky flappy dink, essentially, and uh, took a little dink uh, right over the top of any Russian defenders, and he managed to put the ball in from about 30 yards out, didn't he? And, he, and as he was doing it, he's just standing there with his hands on his hips. <laughs> flappy Hansky's got his hands on his hips. I don't think I've ever seen that in the Premier League game before. Uh, the bit, the detail that I think gets overlooked the most, but I, that I love the most, is that when the ball went in, he's actually aware that um, that Flappy Hansky's right next to him, and he looks across to him, and I think he's honestly thinking, um, you know, that was that was kind of funny, that wasn't it? And I think he was expecting Flappy Hansky to sort of like thumbs him or handshake or like a smile or something, but Flappy Hansky just like turns away in absolute despair, like he's just you know watched his dog die or something. <laughs> um, I just thought that was absolutely brilliant. So, my award for this one is <laughs> that's right, it's went oh, to oh, Alexander Isaac. Uh, Keith, the supercomputer, came up with this picture here. Um, <laughs> he's a Jack, he's a Jack Alexander Isaac. All right, uh, he, he is, but he kind of looks a bit right, doesn't it? It's sort of not that far off, looks more um, like Emmanuel Adibayo. <laughs> Adibayo, I'll enjoy yeah. <laughs> your attention to this once again. Keith has failed us with his. Rendering of the golden koala trophy. This one, I don't know, looks like a bear that got trapped in a furnace and melted halfway through or something. I don't know what the hell is going on with that. But anyway, uh, Isaac is my choice for that one. All right, moving on. Next one, surprise of the season. Uh, I might as well go first on this one since you two boys have went first already. Um, aside from being in the top four, for the majority of the season, which is incredible, really. I mean, I know, I know, we had a good end to the last season, and we were—I think we were top four 
performance-wise from last January or something like that, I think the table was. Um, and I know that that's how that ended up, but that was about survival. And you can understand that the players are motivated to give everything they can under a new management and new owners and the drive into keep themselves in the big league and it's, you know, backs against the wall. And I think it's probably quite easy in some ways to, to motivate players like that. Um, obviously it's harder in other ways, but um, just to then be, to take that forward into this season and to be in the top four for fast swears of it. I think it was something like from week 12, we got into the top four. And I think on two occasions we dropped out of top four, but for the rest of the time, we were literally top four team the whole season. I mean, mm-hmm. a lot, large part of that, we were probably top three as well, which is a slightly disappointing that we ended up in fourth in many ways, which is ridiculous when you think about it. Um, and hopefully we can turn some of those draws into wins. Um, but that was one of the, the surprises for me this season. Um, but the other one, I think, and the one I'm going to go with, I might as well do it now because I've got the slide ready, is... Mm. That's right. Um, Miggy slash Ayosi Perez Almiron here. <laughs> <laughs> He was very happy. To to, he, was very, he was ready to receive his his award. Let's have a close look at that award. Uh, I, I, think, uh, I, think, I think this thing's trying to join you from the other side of uh, reality here, Craig. I think he's trying to join you on the. He's trying uh, to get you, Craig. Yeah, careful. On the coastal plane, he's like bloody slime out of Ghostbusters or something. What's that sticking at the side of him? Has he got a rock on or something? Devin, ask ask Keith, ask the supercomputer what's going on. I've got no idea what that's about. But anyway, I'm going to go with Miggy um, because I think the start that he made really got the whole team going. That that the first few first few weeks of the Premier League up till the World Cup, really, and then it kind of faded a bit. But the 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 way he just attacked every ball and scored goals that I don't think any of us have ever seen him score before. Yes, he did all right in preseason, but how many times have you seen a team or an individual do well in preseason, only for it to come to the real? you know, business end of things. And then it just goes completely the other direction. And this is Miggy. And he was, and he was getting mocked by Grealish, you know, and, and he had the whole kind of the whole world, but against him in, in many ways, I think um, not the fans, but you know, the rest of the football world perhaps. And he just absolutely smashed it. Some of the goals he scored in that first half, man, like that fellow that you were talking to on the fan zone, Demi, you could have literally just like talked about every game that Miggy scored yeah. in. And each one of those was almost, almost each one of those was a contender for goal of the season. There were some sublime mm-hmm. goals from side foots over the keeper to the far corner, to blammers from outside the area, to little dinks. To, I mean, he was just absolutely sensational. I did not see that coming at all. Uh, and so Miggy slash Eosi Perez, uh, <laughs> I'm around here with the melted weird ghost trophy. He's going to be my surprise of the season nomination. Who wants to go next? Dimmy, what you got, man? But I was actually going to say Miggy as well. I think his transformation this season into a, a, a go- yeah, there he is. Thanks, Miggy. Uh, his transformation into a uh, a goal scoring threat, and not only a, you got to take that down. That's really distracting. But uh, <laughs> going to haunt me. A, 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 um, a, uh, a goal scoring threat, but not only goal scoring threat. Like you said, Lee. I mean, every one of his goals was a banger. I mean, they're all absolute worldies. I mean, the the Fulham goal was Aston Villa goal cutting in was out of this world. Even even the Leicester one where he just glided through the defence and, and and score that was that was also out of control. So, Miggy for me is was still the biggest surprise of the season. But 
in terms of other surprises, I think for me, the fact that we've had the best defense in the league for the entire season, mm. I think is Good show. Uh, an absolute shock because yeah. we've we've never I'm not sure in, in your lifetime, Lee or, or Craig, but in, in my lifetime, we've never had a good defence. We've shipped two or three goals weekly. So the fact that we've had a clean the clean shit record that we had at the start of the season, I mean, even in the end of the season, we're conceding more goals, but it was only one or two at, at maximum at the most time. So that, for me, the transformation to, to have the best defence in the league to where we were last season and in previous seasons, and the fact that Eddie Howe was said to not know how to coach defence and said to be this <laughs> yeah. swashbuckling attacking manager. That obviously was uh, was all rubbish. So, yeah, yeah. the best the best defence in the league was also uh, an unbelievable surprise for us. Yeah, no, absolutely. Although, again, you could say that that was kind of signposted from the previous season because we, we had a cracking defence for the second half of, of the season beforehand as well. So it's yeah, kind of yeah. one of those – it's another one of those things that's continued – you know, onto the season afterwards, um, in 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 a quite a surprising fashion. Uh, Craigie, what are you got any surprises for us, mate? What's your surprise of the season? Uh, well, the the defense was going to be one of my top three, but we'll put that at third right now. Um, just the, the way we've played football, there's been moments in games where we've put together a passage of 10, 15, 20 passes where the opposition has gotten absolutely nowhere near. And we've been the bees dick a width away from going in the back of the net and being goal of the season. I remember the one against uh, those Villa, there was Southampton. There's the one at West Ham where Jacob Murphy just decided to pass it to Flappy Hansky. That was all ticky tacka one touch football. That's something we're just not used to uh, with Newcastle. So the style that we've played uh, when we're on free flown, there's been just a joy to watch. That has been a surprise. Um, because again, just not used to it. But number one, it has to go up the hat trick to Miggy Amaron, doesn't it? It just well, let's get him up. There yep. he is. Hey, Miggy. <laughs> uh, just <laughs> you can get him off now. <laughs> that big no, no. Him. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ, man. <laughs> God. Oh, well. Um, but uh, nah, it's been a phenomenal season for him. Will he continue it in the next season? I highly doubt it. Mm. I don't think he'll play as many games next season. Uh, he'll be part of the rotation squad, but this will go down in memory as when Miggy Armoron had his own goal of the season competition. And I don't yep. think, I mean, if we were to pick a, a favorite goal of Miggy's now, what would it be? Mine would probably oh, be the one against Fulham. God, I don't know. I'd have to watch the bloody that reel that uh, Newcastle put together and release on Twitter where they just go through every single goal and it goes on for like six hours because we scored that many this season. <laughs> um, I do really like the one where he scored against um, Larice. Where he showed, he went to the outside of his man. He, he kind of I think he long way. yeah, long did way. Did he run onto it or did he did he um, did he play through from the halfway? I forget how he got to that point, but he I like the way he kind of ran onto his man, showed him inside, he went outside, and then slotted it past and low. Um, I mean, it's probably not one of the most impressive looking ones on the screen, but I just love his technique and his and his drive in that one. Um, but my memory is so bad, I couldn't even tell you what the other ones were. There were that many; it was mental. You got a favorite, Timmy? For me, it's the um, it's the Aston Villa goal. To be honest, I think that was I think we scored it three goals in five minutes, and that was that one was the culmination. I was just running around the house thinking, "What the fuck is going on here?" <laughs> Almiron is just scoring a worldy, what literally every four days, and he's just put that top corner he cut in from the right hand side from memory, and I think it put us four 0 up after fifty odd minutes, and it was uh, mm-hmm. an absolutely stunning goal. 
Wait a minute. Is that the one where you sent that picture through on the chat where you were literally without a shirt? No, no, here, no. Looking like an absolute lunatic. That was that was that was the three 0 after eight minutes against against Spurs. And Spurs. I, yeah. I did I did yeah. get a stern word from the missus after that one and said, pull your head in, put your shirt back on. It's it's uh it's only football. But I said, Look, I said, look, Katie, we're three 0 up after eight minutes. I said, Do you see the score? I said, Yeah, do you see the score? I mean, what do you want me, how do you want me to react? Oh yeah, good goal, good goal, Murphy. Yeah, nice goal, yeah. <laughs> I will say though that we 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 don't need to see your tits in it ever again. Thank you for that, Timmy. But uh, yeah, no thanks. No um, <laughs> So look at that. Where's your trophy? What was what was Keith thinking with that trophy? What's he pointing to the side for? Where's he going? Where's he going? Where's he come from? Where's he going? I don't understand it. All right, let's. Uh, <laughs> thank God we've only got one of these to get through, and we can let Keith melt down into a pile of I don't know melted computer chips or something. Um, it's signing of the season now. This is quite an interesting one. I want to hear what you guys are saying about this because I think it's easy to forget that some of these guys that we've just been talking about only joined in, in the summer. Like it's, we've had that kind of season with that kind of team unity. Um, that you know, even I was looking at these summer signings and I was like, nah, he's been here longer than that. It's kind of it's weird. It feels like it feels like this has been going on a lot, a lot longer. So I'm interested to see what you guys are going to come up with, come up with. And I'm going to start with you, Demi. Who is your signing or signings of the season? Let's try and pick one because there was a bunch of them and they're all brilliant. Yeah. I think we've been lucky. I, I probably every signing we've made has been has been a hit and everyone's contributed in some sort of way. Even <clears throat> even good old Chris Wood, he's he contributed when he was when he was here. So for me, I think the signing of the season, I think for the player that he is and is going to become, I think Alexander Isaac for me is the signing of the season because he he drove us to a level I think that I'm not sure Wilson could have taken us to on his own. And the yeah. fact that Isaac came and, and then Wilson had to really raise his game, which he ended up doing in the last two, three months. Yeah. I think that proved what a player that Isaac is. And when you have great players around you, you do, you do raise your game. And I mean, Isaac's quality was, was clear for all to see, even from his debut against Liverpool, he scored that wonderful goal and scored two debut. goals and got. Debut. Hey. Debut. 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 Ah, huh? oh, get out of here, mate! It's called a debut here in Australia. Debut. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he scored. He scored two at Anfield. One was disallowed, but we'll say he scored two at Anfield, and he showed us straight away what what he was made of. But yeah, yeah for me, he's he's not even not only world class. He's at that upper echelon of top. I don't know however you want to say up and coming young players in the world. He's He's got the world at his feet, in my opinion, and I think we're very lucky to have a player like him. You forgot to mention sixty-three million pound, Isaac. By the way, I just want to point out that you forgot to mention his price, which everyone has to do every single time they mention him in a game. It's sixty-three million pound, Isaac, to you and me, <laughs> Craig. Um, Isaac's been brilliant, hasn't he? Who are you going to pick? Uh, well, I did pick Botman for player of the season, so I'm not going to pick him for signing of the season. Although he could very well be up there. Um, I want to give this as a joint one, and this is probably going to be it, it, one of the players is Isak, but there has to be a big mention. I know he, he's not an actual playing staff, but Dan Ashworth, what an acquisition oh. he's been for the club! Absolutely phenomenal. Isak is a player, Ashworth off the pitch, off the pitch, absolutely uh, phenomenal talent. Uh, that we brought into the squad in terms of what he's going to achieve and what he's going to bring to this club in the next five, mm. ten years. 
Yeah, it's pretty um, it's pretty exciting, isn't it, when you think about the backroom staff and the, and the structure that they're putting in place. And mm. I think, I don't know if we have the numbers anywhere, but it feels like the the skeleton stuff that Ashley left us with is kind of multiplied by an order of magnitude. Then, And they're still talking about needing, like, I think... Um, What's the uh, what's like what's the guy who does the commercial stuff now? Silverstone. Silverstone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was doing the the live chat with uh, True Faith. I think it was it. I'm not sure it was the Irish Centre or somewhere else. But he was he made a comment that the commercial side of things it's still basically a threadbare staff there trying to get in all this extra money for the team. You know, so there's still obviously a lot of bums on seats that the club needs, and it's just but it's wonderful to see that we actually have top flight guys in these top flight positions actually doing the a cracking job with a history behind them in, in their respective areas and not just baldy bloody penfold who not only is he you know doing the hoover in the column uh, corridors and bloody cutting the grass and making a tea for everybody he's also trying to run the finances and everything else at the same time you know um so yeah i can understand why that was uh, your choice there um craigie but who did you pick from the player side are you, are you sticking with botman uh, now I'm going to go with Isak. And also one little thing on there you mentioned there about cleaning the carpets. 14 years ago, we had um, Dennis Wise doing Ashworth's job. Yeah. Remember that? That's uh, a dark to... page in the history of the club, isn't it? Dennis Wise. Long Poison may he dwarf. just rotten hole somewhere. <clears throat> Poison Dwarf. The whole bloody setup was just a toxic I... at that sort of yeah. time. you know. Well, for me... Uh, signing of the season, um, yeah, I had down Botman, I had down Isaac. I've also got down for the future Anthony Gordon. I do think he's going to be absolutely sensational for us. Uh, he's very young, he's still, he's, but he's got Premier League experience. Um, he appears to have the attitude that you want for the club, the no dickhead policy that we've talked about a few times, which is a, is a surprise because when you think about him at Everton, you think he's got a face of a dickhead. But when you, <laughs> well, yeah, it's Annie Howard. But yeah. when you see him talk and you see him, I'm not so keen on players who've just joined, sort of kissing or patting the badge or anything. But I think he is at least trying to show his passion for the to, to the fans that like he does want to be here. Um, he's got his goal. He's been pretty close on some other occasions. I think I'm right in saying. Um, and I just think for the future he'll be he'll be one to watch. I'm hoping he has a good preseason and he might be our Miggy next season. You know, he might sort of launch his Newcastle career, but. I'm going to give it to Damien Shearer or is that Nick Pope? It's meant to be Nick Pope. Nick Pope. Nick Pope. Wait a minute. Where's that soundbite? Nick Pope. There you go. <laughs> There's Jack. We last. Yeah, I'm going to give it to Nick Pope because um, it would be. Remiss of me to not remind everybody how much Dubravka used to do my absolute tits in whenever <laughs> whenever a ball came towards him and he went, hey, they got an attacking player, have it back. And then they were just slotted in the back of the net. The amount of times he did that, I mean, it probably in reality wasn't that many times, but he used to give me the arse every time I saw him play. And um, and then he kind of stabbed us in the back, the absolute bastard. I'm not going to let him off with that one. Um, and you think... And it's just coming back to what I was saying before there. Nick Pope feels like he's been there for ages. Feels like he's been our keeper for a long, long time. And and I had to double check that he just signed in the summer. I'm still not convinced that he did that. I feel like I might have got this wrong somehow. Um, but, I mean, he doesn't look anything like that picture. Keith, the supercomputer. What were you thinking there, mate? It's Fabian um, It looks like David Tennant. I don't know what the hell's going on. It's, it's really in the background somewhere. Um, 
But I think he's been tremendous at the back. He's given the defence a lot of confidence to to push forward and play the system that Eddie Howe wants to. You can only do that when you've got a good keeper at the back. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, he's had his brain fart moments. Every player does. I mean, that handball outside the area was like, <laughs> it was incredible. I don't know what the hell happened there. I think his brain fell out of his ears and then he, <laughs> and he grabbed it and uh, got rightly sent off. And the annoying thing about that is he got sent off right before the final. The cup final, so that was that was like his best opportunity to go and play in the bloody cup final, and for himself he went and balls it up. Never mind, you know, for the team um, in general. But yeah, I think he's been absolutely terrific. He's made some good saves. He's made one or two things that could perhaps be worked upon, and that's fine. Um, Ten million quid. I mean, that was all right, wasn't it? Ten million. Bargain. Bargain. Absolute bargain. I mean, even in games where he's done nothing, like the game uh, towards the end of the season there, where he still had to make that essential save at the end to ensure that. that we got a point. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, that was that was worth an, ten million alone. That was an incredible save, absolutely incredible mm-hmm. save. Um, yeah. And he basically had nothing to do that whole game because the city of Leicester was parked past the halfway line, you know. Um, and anyway, just to touch on the the trophy there, I think Keith just shut the bed at this point. <laughs> Keith's a supercomputer. I don't know what they are. <laughs> That's a trophy. It's just a toy. That's just a toy. Yeah. I don't know what happened. It just morphed into a bloody cuddly toy with a weird eye thing going on. Um, it's Missy and I. Yeah, yeah. I don't we'll know take some of the raggy dolls were rejected. For those who remember raggy dolls, I'm going to have to unplug Keith and kick him in the ocean. Absolutely terrible from him. Um, <laughs> but just to recap, here are our end of season awards. Part two, uh, player of the season. I've given it to Cannon Wilson. I'm, I've, I had to do these slides, so it's basically the choices I made. Uh, <laughs> Demi, you said Trippier, and Craig, you said Botman. <laughs> Moment of the season, uh, Alexander Isaac for his hands-on-hips thing. Craig, you gave it uh, to beating Man United. Demi, uh, by this point, I forgot to write them down. I can't even remember what he said, but moment of the season. Um, <laughs> and it continues like that. Surprise of the season, we all actually went with Miggy Almiron, Perez yeah. over there. Um, sign of the season, Botman slash uh, Dan Ashworth slash Nick Pope slash, uh, what do you say, Demi? Isaac. Isaac. Isaac, yeah. So, congratulations to all of the players, uh, the agents who are probably watching right now. If you want to get in touch with us, we will send you a digital copy of those pictures to to your clients. I'm sure they'll want to get it printed up and put on. Top. And then NTC, we'll, we'll back them into NTCs too, yeah? NT, NTF, NFT. Oh, NTF, NTC, NFT is where the blazers stupid things yeah. are called. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, waiting more for an injunction to come around and tell us, uh, tell us to stop putting those images up on the computer. <laughs> Oh man, it's only a bit of fun. It's only a bit of fun, and uh, you know, and hopefully the players will send us pictures of them on the walls, in the bedrooms, <laughs> on the ceilings, so they can look at it every single time they're getting busy. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> all right, um, lads, I think that will do it for us. What a bloody season that's been! Um, you know, it tells you a lot about the season when when we struggled to pick just one person for each of these categories, and it says a lot more when you just sort of don't just stare at the screen and kind of cry a little because you can't think of any. Anybody to say for best player or best moment? Like, you know, in seasons past, best moment would have been when the season ended. No, yeah. And it, and it wasn't relegation, you know? Like, that's that's literally where we came from to where we are now. And now we've got Champions League to come from. So, uh, to come next, sorry. So, you know, next time we do this uh, in a year's time, it's going to be even more difficult to uh, to pick these these uh, awards out. Hopefully, we'll have the players on for that one. You never know. Are you going to go with Wilson lifting the, the Champions League or Botman scoring the winner to win the Premier League next season as your favourite league? What's it going to be? <sighs> Can it not be both? Uh, let me yeah, think. I think I'm uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
yeah, I think just on the order of more likely. Um, neither. <laughs> no, if, you to, if you had to pick one, I'd probably go with uh, the Premier League. With, you know, Man City has a meltdown for some reason. Let's say Pep leaves because, you know, they get the food or something, um, like he's promised. Arteta has another terrible season, maybe. Um, yeah, I'll go for that one. I wouldn't mind seeing the lift the trophy of any side, really, any any no. type. Um, but I did say I'd rather Champions League than the League Cup final win. So um, I've got my wish. Can't complain. All right, boys. Um, that will do for us. Uh, see you in 12 months' time. Bye. No, I'll see yeah. you. Uh, <laughs> we hope you've enjoyed this show. Uh, if you've watched and listened, uh, please, as I say, give us a like and a subscribe. And if you don't mind, put some comments in. Let us know who your picks were for these awards. I'll just remind you what they were. Play of the season, moment of the season, the prize of the season, and signing of the season. Let us know in the comments and uh, we'll chat to you and uh, have a bit of a discussion about it because there's a lot to pick from. All right, that will do for us. So thank you from Dimmy. Thank you from Craigie. Uh, we will be back, I think, for what we're doing next week. It's a two-parter or is it this week? Two-parter. Squad review, I think. Squad review. All right, that's going to be another cracker. I mean, geez, what do you do? With it? Oh, God. Yeah, that's going to be a long, difficult conversation. It is hard. All right, if you, uh, if you would, please tune around for that one in the next few days, and we'll hopefully see you then. But for now, that will do for us. Cheers, guys. Cheers, mate. Cheers, lads.